How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. And you? I'm great. I'm great. Uh, thank you very much for accepting my invitation and accepting to be on my show. Yeah, thanks for for reaching out. Actually, how did you find me? So I was uh, uh, searching internet. So suddenly, I got you. Okay. So, uh, before talking about you and uh, the work that you are doing, can you please introduce yourself to my audience? Uh, sure. Um, so, so I'm Jonathan Baron. Um, I'm a data engineer by day, and by night I'm a I'm an e indie hacker. Um, so, what does that mean? So it means yeah, data engineer means that I work on um, like on getting data to business users in company so that they you know they can run uh, um i mean they can get insights easily from from the data so i make sure that uh, like all the data comes from different data sources and then they will you know be loaded in a database and they get to yeah they get to do like they, you know they receive reports they they can crunch the data for their business uh, purpose uh, so that's the thing i do as a job uh, full-time job and then on the you know i also have a side hustle um so yeah i'm, I'm building a, a project on the side um and i share on uh, on twitter uh you know what i'm learning what i'm building um yeah so that's i think about it yeah actually i'm uh, oh yeah i'm in hong kong and uh, originally originally i come from france yeah in case you were wondering Okay, so your project is about? Yeah, so I'm um, building Beep Dash. So it's um, it's actually a tool where I curate uh, I create threads, threads, Twitter threads. So um, you can you know there's a UI and you can browse and search for threads. I create them per topics. Um, every day, actually, I'm running a script. I have a you know a list of Twitter accounts, and um, this script will check like you know all the news threads that they published on Twitter, and I so I load them in a, in my database, and then then I will review you know every day I will review them and I will assign topics, and yeah then you can search you know you can search on the UI you can read them as a blog post, you know so it feels like nicer to to read the the Twitter thread um yeah and uh, oh yeah also you can subscribe to um to the email feature i just uh released it today um so so yeah but so it means like you you know you can like subscribe to topics and then every week you will get an email with like the latest threads for that topic or for this this topic you can choose like uh like two major topics yeah so uh, you are originally from France, France, yeah. but you uh, moved to Hong Kong. That's correct. Yeah, like six six years ago. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you have a, a educational background, uh, the data science. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I have a master degree in uh, like in uh, computer science and. Uh, with a data uh, special specialization yeah data mining 
Okay. So I did a uh, master's in software engineering and uh, graduation in computer science and engineering. Oh, nice. Uh, where did you in a, in in a Hyderabad? Yeah, in Hyderabad in India. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, so I I have idea about data science and machine learning and AI mode, but I am not too deep into that. My subject is some software engineering. So you uh, when you started, what was your first project? how much experience you have as a data engineer oh when i started uh, you mean my full time job um cool. yeah that's a good question uh, so it was like in 2010 so like yeah more than 10 years ago and um the technologies were like different you know um so i was working in paris in france uh, in banks mostly banking or insurance industries and they their data needs you know like they they were building data warehouse like enterprise data warehouse which were using like oracle uh and also like you know like those those etl software you know that um they use a uh, you know they use a gui you know like a, a ui where you drag and drop your drag and drop your functions you know it was like it was like kind of uh, like a no code software from that from that really like old kind of no code software like, like informatica or you know ibm data stage uh, that was like uh, yeah that was ibm data stage that, that i was using uh, so yeah i was loading you know mainly focusing on etl yeah you know pipelines to load data from sources to to the data warehouse. Yeah. So you worked in France as a data engineer in that particular project. So which was uh, what you learned in the process? Yeah. So I I, I learned like uh, how to like the the, the data warehouse uh, you know data warehouse uh, principles you know like um, so how do you load raw data you know the raw data which is um not clean you know so you have to like format it in a special way you have to build data models um and yeah like you know you be so you create your tables you you have to optimize you know the optimize your views optimize uh, the process because the the volume of data is huge so so yeah, I learned like because in school you don't learn that you know you you don't learn on huge volumes of data you will learn uh, the you know you will learn the, the the theory right but when it comes to the reality you know the, it's like uh, there's a big difference and uh, yeah so so you learn how to yeah to, how to use like uh, those software ETL you know ETL tools that I mentioned. Um, but then when I moved to Hong Kong, that's where I learned like Python, uh, you know, open source. There was really a shift. Uh, and I think I, when I was in France, you know, uh, the, my position wasn't data engineer. At that time, it was called ETL developer. Yeah, data engineer was like, uh, came, like was more, you know, was more famous, like uh, in starting from 2016, I think. At least in Hong Kong, maybe before, you know, in the United States, but 
um, yeah, I don't think so in Europe or, or Hong Kong. Yeah. So after coming here, uh, Hong Kong, uh, you became a dot, uh, data engineer. So what was the first project that uh, you did? Um, yeah, when I arrived in Hong Kong, actually, I started as a waiter. <laughs> I was waiter in a restaurant for like three weeks, but then I and then I was a consultant for one year and then data engineer. Um, and uh, so my first project as a data engineer, I um, I was also you know building the data warehouse, but this time it wasn't on the cloud. So I was using like using Google Cloud, you know Google Cloud platform. Um, and uh, I remember they, they needed someone, so I was the first data engineer to, to go in this company, and they needed someone that and yeah that understand APIs, like no one could uh, understand APIs. Like how do you pull data from a third party API, you know? So so yeah, um, I learned that uh, when I was consultant because I was you know I was learning Python and uh, open source and. So, so yeah, I got to like to try, you know, pulling data from like I think it was already from Twitter, you know, using TweetPy or you know using maybe a, that kind of uh, client module module. But um, yeah, so so yeah, I I built you know like pipelines also loading the the data in uh, on Google Cloud, and I discovered Airflow, you know, all the technologies that are still relevant today for data engineers. Yeah. So, how much time you took uh, uh, to learn uh, once you came to Hong Kong? So, sorry, how much time did I? Yeah, how much time you took uh, uh, in order to understand uh, uh, the data engineer uh, topics ah. and uh, preparing uh, preparing for that? Yeah. I, um, so, how much time did I take to learn the data engineering topics? Actually. Um, I'm still learning every day, really, because uh, uh, there is a lot like this, you know, this field, I mean, data engineering, it's evolving uh, super fast. There is always like new, uh, let's say like, yeah, maybe new libraries, you know, being in Python or Java or, um, because I, I also, you know, uh, learned uh, uh, Java Flink for uh, doing, you know, streaming ingest ingestion. So it's different from like when you use Python. Usually you, you don't do streaming on the uh, fast, you know, streaming pipelines. Uh, yeah, there is there is so many technologies uh, and so many frameworks. Um, also cloud, you know, all the cloud services and and you need to, you need to know not only about like loading data but you need also to learn about um, like software engineering in general you know like the the good convention the best best practice right you need to learn about a little bit about also uh, um you know uh, devops like you need to know about uh, uh cicd because why because uh yeah because we use python you know to build pipeline and you want to quickly test you know make sure that the quality of your pipeline the code in itself is uh, the quality of the code is, is, is good. Um, so actually, like maybe five years ago, uh, software engineering with data with data engineering it was like more how to say uh, it was more fle flexible, meaning that uh, 
uh, data engineer will focus on SQL, you know, like like, uh, like uh, optimizing queries, you know, and and um, yeah, they will they will know Python, but uh, I will the you know the the degree of knowledge in software engineering was less, and now today it's really like it's I mean the engineers catch caught up, you know, with the best practice in in software engineering. Engineering, I can see that. Uh, it's really it's good actually. It's good. Uh, some data engineers or you know they know backend for sure. They know like the backend technologies, backend language languages, Go, Python, Java. But they some also need to to learn front end technologies. You know because if they need I don't know like to to build uh, to build web apps. You know because sometimes they are involved in building data products and then you need also the UI. So, so yeah, there's uh, there's always a lot to learn, and also you know, so for, I was talking about the frameworks, right? Like uh, there is this, uh, you know, the data warehouse. Um, everything is centralized, right? But now today we talk about data data mesh, right? So like the distributed uh, distributed data infrastructure, like where you have different data domains. Uh, that's something that I will work on probably in the next uh, few months. So excited, yeah. So what is data engineer uh, in general? What is it about? What is, where, yeah, what is data engineer and where it is used in IT industry? Um, yeah, yeah, that's, I, that's this, you know, this question makes me think about, um, I always see on LinkedIn, you know, people like, uh, uh, you know, especially like the past two, three years, people asking like, so what is the difference between data scientist and data engineer? You know, like people, for people, it's confusing, right? What are, so what are data engineers doing? And um, um, yeah, so it's different. Data scientists, they 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 use data actually. Okay, maybe if I put it simply, uh, simple, yeah. Data engineers they provide the data for the data scientists, right? We provide good quality data, robust data on time. It's super important. Um, so, like we, you know, we checked that uh, it's fresh data that we are sure about uh, the source. Uh, um, so yeah, it's. Basically, because the you know like data from when you go at the source, it's really chaotic. It's really hard to use actually. Like if you if you go and tell a data scientist, okay, now, like, you know, uh, you yeah, you you have to try by yourself to get the data that you need, um, and then he doesn't have the tools in place. You know, for him it's really hard to to build a machine learning model to I don't know or maybe to run some statistical analysis. So that's what data scientists do, do, right? But it will be very hard without a data engineer to pull all the data, you know, consolidate the data in one place, and then uh, also have the tools on top of the data that facilitate the access to the data, right? For the data scientists, so we provide data, we provide the tooling um, to make this, yeah, you know, basically the tooling for running uh, analysis or running machine learning models. Um, yeah, and we also provide the data governance. I mean, we provide. It's not the right one. I would say we ensure that the data data governance is applied. You know, 
meaning like who can access the data, you know, it's really important. Um, also, is the data well documented? You know, do you have the metadata about the data? Like, uh, uh, when was it refreshed? You know, the refresh is super important, right? Because many people, will, you know, this is the one of the first things that the business user, when they look at their dashboard, you know, they will, they will, they will come and they will say like, so when was the last time that the data was refreshed? This is a question you, you will get. Um, yeah. I don't know if I explained it. It's quite long my explanation, but yeah, basically uh, we transform the data. Like we take the data from source and we put it in a, in what we call a data warehouse or data le data lake also, data lake uh, on the cloud. And yeah, that's, uh, that's it. So how much time it takes to understand uh, data engineering? Um, how much time? <laughs> I would say, uh, okay, yeah. I would say the most important at the beginning is to know uh, SQL. You need to know also Python have a have a good level in, in uh, Python. So meaning like you you master the you master um, all the basics for sure, but you also need uh, to know about like uh, let's say. Uh, object-oriented programming, you need to know functional programming, you need, so, you know, you need to, yeah, you need to learn, and so SQL Python, you need to know about all the different kinds of databases also, like how to build data models, so to be a good data engineer, I would say it's not before like one year, one year and a half, you know, at least, like, uh, and it's also being data engineer, if, you, if you're not working, I don't know what to say because uh, I haven't been, I don't know the schools today, how they can teach data engineering, you know, data engineering. But uh, uh, for me, I'm, I really learned it on the job, right? Like, uh, yeah, when I, yeah, during my jobs, you know, I didn't learn that really uh, at school. School, uh, I will learn about, uh, yeah, the only thing that is close is the data warehouse concept. So I learned the theory a little bit. Like during six months, well, less than six months, uh, yeah, something like five months. But oh yeah, other than that, uh, it's really about on the job. Like you have to get your hands dirty on like building pipelines. You know, you have to schedule the it, and then you, you have so many bugs. You have to understand why, you know, why it happened, and then it's like software engineering. But no, software engineering, you can always do your projects at home. You know, it's easier to learn. Uh, yeah, it's easier to learn, to be self-taught software engineer than to be self-taught data engineer. I think. Sorry, again, your question was just how how long, and then I answered a lot. But yeah, I would say minimum, yeah, one point five years to two years. Yeah. Okay, so. There is so much data that is being generating every day, every minute, every second, all over the planet. So how uh, you people, data engineers, are able to manage this amount of data? Um, so yeah, that's a that's a good question. Um, yeah, there's more and more and more data, and it's growing uh, exponentially. But you, the thing is that you don't have to. 
we don't have to process all of the data in one go, you know what I mean? So that's the trick, right? Like you have to process the data on a daily basis, usually, or it can be even, you know, uh, I mean, daily basis is, is quite a standard. So meaning like uh, during the night, you know, usually there will be a script and then you process all the data uh, from the day before, you know? So like, let's say it starts at, uh, I don't know, 6 a.m., you know, or maybe before, like it can be 4 a.m. Uh, and then you would you would process all the data from from the day before, right? But you can also have like hourly, you know, every hour. You can also have like uh, every 15 minutes, or some can be even more regular. Like and then you you are close to doing like a streaming ingestion, where it's like continuously streaming, so the data is pulled continuously from the source uh, to the destination. That um, so there are more and more tools to that help us, you know, um, like put, yeah, like how to handle the data in memory, let's say. Um, you know, the libraries and the tools are getting really like better and better through time. Um, yeah, so it's a, it's a mix of tools. It's a mix of good processes, you know, uh, yeah it's doable to process all this data. But again, you know, like uh, we don't need to process all of it uh, all the time, you know? It's like you want the only the latest data to have the latest picture. Like usually people, they want the latest picture. And then if they really need like years of history and, you know, do a query on years can be harder. Uh, this is where you need like big data frameworks like Spark or, or yeah, these kind of technologies. Uh, where yeah where you can process uh, terabytes i mean gigabytes terabytes of data yeah it's possible there and actually there are also like some cloud services that help you you know like they, uh, i mean managed cloud services so meaning that you it's abstracted right even a business user could could run uh, i mean business user maybe not but let's say like uh, an analyst could uh, yeah could use it and you know in the in the back, there is a processing of maybe a terabyte of data, like a service like BigQuery you know, on Google Cloud does that. Yeah. So the physical infrastructure, uh, physical data centers are moved to the virtual now, which is called as cloud. So how this virtualization concept, uh, you data engineers are able to manage how it was before as a data engineer, how you people used to manage uh, the physical infrastructure and now how you are uh, managing the, 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 the infrastructure which is there in the cloud as an engineer. Um, sorry, actually, I'm not sure I got the question right. You mean like, uh, so yeah, I know you want to compare between uh, before when it was uh, in pro uh, how to say, I don't have the word, but yeah, on-premise, right? The on-premise infrastructure and then uh, versus the cloud infrastructure, right? Yeah, what, now, what is, what now is your question? A, inside the computer. My, com yeah. uh, my question is as a data engineer, before you data engineers used to manage the data which was there in the physical infrastructure, which was on premises. Now you are managing and maintaining and uh, doing engineering work uh, for, the, for the virtual uh, data, data center. So the physical data center to virtual data center. So what is yeah. the difference 
type of uh, working style as an engineer uh, yeah um so for actually the difference is uh how to explain that is it yeah it's quite different and, and at the same time not too much i will explain why <laughs> um it's like you know the languages you know like the the interface for data engineering like so if i say sql model language sql it's still the same it has not changed you know um when i run python uh, if i run it on the cloud my script or if i run it on my server you know like uh, uh, I open a terminal and I, you know, I connect to my server and I run my script. I mean, those things, you know, like those are pretty much the same. If if I was doing that on my server, you know, on my server on my, uh, yeah, on-premise server, and if I was doing that on the cloud, it would be looking the same, you know. But behind, what happens behind for the with the computers, right, with the machines, right? what happens behind the scenes? this is where it's completely different um, because on the cloud you have like you know you have like i don't know how many machines right they are like all connected and um, when you use cloud services basically they will distribute the data you know distribute the workloads on many machines this is where it's really different and usually the services they will abstract that for you you don't know you know you don't really need to know but for some type of data engineering work you need to know this and you know this is this is a this is what uh, you know maybe you heard about hadoop right do you remember this uh, concept hadoop yeah you know uh, it was invented by uh, google um i think 10 years ago already or maybe even now but, um, so hadoop uh, it's a uh, it's a distributed uh, it's using a distributed file system for um, for you to process you know you can process uh, data uh, and there's also MapReduce and I mean but yeah those so those technologies and all those frameworks uh, you can still use them today with uh, with things like Spark you know. You can use uh, so you can use the Spark with Python or with Scala, and you can you know you can decide like uh, how your data is going to to be distributed basically. So you 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 know you have like a fine control on that uh, distribution of the data on multiple machines in the cloud. Like if you were using Spark on premise, uh, I, I have I don't think I I have heard. Uh, like you will have to basically make a cluster of machines. I mean, I, I've never heard of anybody doing that, but um, it must exist because I'm thinking about banks, you know, like oh, today actually, but some banks are going to, to the cloud, you know, uh, especially like in the past two years. Yeah. But before that, they, they were using clusters of machines for sure. And so I guess that engineers in banks uh, were, yeah, they, they had to to do like Hadoop or big data frame use big data frameworks on you know on premise, but I think it would yeah it would be really hard to maintain you know you have to you have to have an army of DevOps people you know so to maintain the clusters it's such a headache honestly I think uh, yeah I think cloud makes things easy basically.
and yeah this is how like it's really say yeah it's really making our life easier like when i started you know in hong kong that first job you know i told you like i was a uh, learning Google Cloud Platform, you know, during the job, I was learning Google, I didn't know Google, Google Cloud Platform before. So, but actually it was easy to learn, really. It's like, especially for engineers, it's really easy to learn. You know? um, yeah, like the documentation is clean, you know, you, they have tutorials, like the basic functionality is easy to, to get with Google Cloud. So, so yeah, so even if you're alone, like I was the only data, data engineer, but uh, I could still manage to, you know, to deploy services, data server, data services. I think if if I was working on premise, that would be would be much harder because yeah, then you are rely relying on much more IT people basically. Yeah, so that's where it's different. Like data engineers, data team, you know, data teams in general with the cloud, they tend to. They don't need, yeah, they don't need the traditional IT team. I mean, they don't need, they need, I think they need the DevOps people, you know, but that's different from the traditional IT, you know. Um, I'm thinking about, you. do you remember the DBA, you know, database administrators, right? Those, you know, those kind of roles, oh, with cloud, they don't exist anymore. Do you hear like, a, there's not so much a need of DBA for the cloud, you know, usually it's for on-premise, like, they are needed when, when, yeah, when you're hosting your database on-premise. Do you have any particular experience that you cannot forget as a data engineer? Uh, sorry, do I have a particular uh, expertise that? Any, any, particular, any particular experience that you cannot forget as a data engineer? That I cannot what? I'm sorry. That, do you have any particular experience uh, that you cannot forget as a data engineer that, that, happened, I uh, that you cannot forget forget yeah you mean like something that uh oh like a particular memory yeah particular memory yeah ah, a particular memory as a data oh yeah and for sure you know like the the things that you yeah that's actually not a so so cool mem I mean so good memory, but uh, you know it's part of the job. You learn that it was a, mi a mistake actually uh, that I made. You know, particularly with the cloud, it can be easy to uh, and that's something that uh, yeah that if people are watching, something to be uh, really um, you know to cautious when you are running on uh, you know you are running services on the cloud is that you have to monitor your you know your bills. You know, the, because like you have to be careful about the budget huh? because the cost can really go up. And then you, if you don't see that uh, early enough, then uh, I don't know, like at the end of the month, sometimes it can be even two months, three months. You know, <laughs> then when you see the bill that you have to pay, it's like, what? Uh, and it happened, it happened once. Uh, yeah, on, on my first job uh, in Hong Kong, you know, like that first data engineering job, yeah, it, it happened at that moment. So like, uh, I was running like basically queries on BigQuery, you know, using Google Cloud BigQuery. And BigQuery is quite expensive, actually, if you are not careful, if you are not using it in a clever way, you know, you have to use like partition table, you know, like I'm, I'm getting a bit technical like when I say that, but basically I was not 
yeah, I was, the worst is that I built partition table, but I was not using the partition field. So it's like, you are not using the partition table at all. So when I was running a query, it will scan the whole table instead of just scanning the partition. So it means like every day I was loading, you know, it's an incremental, incremental loading for the table. So the table was growing every day. So it means like the query, the query was getting more expensive each time. And then, like after a few months, the query was already like like super expensive, you know. So, yeah, like my manager and I saw that. I think my manager told me, like, "Hey, what's going on? Like it's getting expensive." <laughs> and then that's uh, you know that's how I was like, oh, okay. And then I checked, then I monitor, I put you know. This is actually when you learn the yeah you learn you know by doing this kind of mistake, then you will learn many things. You know you will learn like how to monitor properly, how to set up alarms, how to you know you know this. You know, this is a this is a good fuel for you to to learn how to properly you know address the mistake for sure yeah so what are the tools what are the softwares or uh, what are the technologies or what are the programming languages that uh, a person need to learn in order to become a data engineer um, yeah so I, I as i mentioned uh, you need to you need to learn yeah you need to, sorry it's a bit late but you need to know um, SQL you know you need to know SQL and so that's a must um, actually data analyst needs to, need to know SQL but also data engineer because as a data engineer you need to be able to optimize optimize the queries right because like usually data analysts they will you know they will craft their, their queries they know how to build metrics you know they will know how to build group buys and you know aggregations and stuff and but you you know better like how the tables are structured as a data engineer you need to you know exactly like uh, what's happening at the table level you know um so you know better how like how to join you know like what kind of join is better you know uh, so sql is the first one. Secondly, you need to know a backend language. Uh, it could be Python, it could be Java, it could be Go, it could be Node, you know, JavaScript, Node, Node.js. Um, usually, it's good to know at least two. I would say, like, if you have to start with the first one, I would say Python. Python will be like a, it's the most used. You know, you have to you have to know it, and then it's good to have a second one. You know. Like usually a second, a good second one will be either Java is still very popular. You know, like Java, why Java? Because Java is good for like a, um, for the big, you know, like the heavy data workloads. Like when you have a lot of volume to process, maybe in a, when you want to process it fast, you know, Java is, is faster than Python, still, still faster today. Um, so yeah, but Go is also good. Uh, I mean, it's more it's more recent you know like go is more young. it's a younger language but uh, it's getting really really like uh, the traction on go is it's really huge today uh, i think it's yeah in the future go will maybe be i don't know i don't know but it's gonna be really it's gonna stay so yeah uh, but python is the is a must because with python you you have access to a, an ecosystem of of um, open source libraries that is just crazy you know like and then as a data engineer you need to know that you need to know like python pandas you know so like pandas is a well, i'm not going to explain exactly what it is but uh, 
it's really used by a lot of data teams. You know, if you go in a company, they usually use Python pandas to man, you know, to do data manipulation. To um, they will, yeah, they will build like data sets or reports or using pandas. They would, there's a lot of applications, you know, of, of pandas. So this is one library, one Python library yeah, that I mentioned. But yeah, uh, you need to know cloud, cloud technologies. So like it, it can be AWS, it can be uh, Google Cloud or Azure. Uh, it doesn't really matter which one actually, to be honest, because like the skills that you will learn, you know, they are transferable. Like if you learn like a compute storage uh, and database on a, on a, on AWS, you can then uh, apply that knowledge, you know, on a Google Cloud or on a Microsoft uh, Azure. Um, why? Because yeah, cloud they use like command line interface, they use APIs, right? So and then they have the console, right? That's, that's all, like the three things that you have in every cloud. But once you get to know, like you know, once you know how to use each of these. Uh, but most importantly, I would say the command line is super important and the APIs for sure. The console is uh, like as data engineers, you know, we ah, so data engineers they don't really like too much the console. But and if if you talk to a DevOps people, you know, the DevOps they really don't use console. They want to use only you know the the, the command line or, or APIs for sure. Um, but yeah, so that's. And what else? So yeah, as a data engineer, what you need to know. So, and I didn't talk about that because we focus on the tech, but you also need to have a good uh, sense of. You need to know that what's, yeah, you need to know what happens in the data. You know, you need to know like uh, you need to understand what the data, uh, what the data means. Not as you know, you, you don't need to know as good as uh, you know the data scientist or like even the business users that you know um no you don't need to know as much as them but you need to know like what is an id you know what is the uh, the id column you know like, you need to know, like uh, you need to be able to say like uh, how do i find a unique row you know in your data like you need to know like uh, which column you have to use to find the unique you know identify any I mean, this is really important to know that. You know? Um, like, basically, the engineer is the, you know, this is the person that knows, like, okay, this data, uh, let's say this column came from this, you know, data source, and then it was joined with this other data source here to, to give birth of a third column here, you know, like people, the engineers didn't know exactly, like, uh, how, like, the data lineage, you know, through the pipeline. They know exactly, like, yeah. So that's something that you you learn through times. It's not like by knowing SQL or Python or it's, it's something else, you know. Like uh, yeah, I don't know how to explain that. But it's one of the most important things as a data engineer actually is to be able to track the data everywhere, you know. Like what happens, uh, yeah, what happens throughout the the pipeline. You know? I think that's it. Once you know that, uh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So how uh, how you are able to learn uh, and adapt to new technologies that are coming? How am I able to learn the new technologies? Yeah. Um, how am I able? It depends. Like, um, 
before I used to I used to like deep dive quickly uh, in the, how to explain that like I would read a lot of different uh, articles you know actually oh yeah for data engineers there are I would say the best articles are on medium you know like on medium you have to follow a few publications like uh, like uh, oh, I don't remember the name oh yeah towards data science this is one I mean, Hacker Noon, I mean, you know, there are a lot of publications like that. Uh, 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 Free Code Camp, maybe also, there are some uh, detention. Uh, but yeah, like you learn to know which author, you know, like you have to follow. And then they tend to do a, an amazing job at curating the latest, uh, you know, uh, or maybe they will talk about their project when they use the, the latest library or the, you know, the latest technology. Um, I also follow like uh, also people uh, talking about AI, you know, like uh, NLP or stuff like that, because I'm, in, I'm interested. It's not necessary. I mean, for data engineering, it's not it's not it's not a must, honestly. But it's always good to know, you know, because why? Why? Because if your teammate uh, is working on you know on doing uh, on building machine learning. Like if you work with data scientists, it's good to know about uh, like uh, NLP libraries, like what you can use, and you know, it's always good. But um, yes, yeah, so how am I able? It depends on the pro, you know, on what I'm working currently. If there is a use case for that, then I will try. You know, this is I like that when you have a new use case, you know, you have a problem to solve. At your let's say in your company, you, know, you have a data problem. And then this is where you can experiment, like you say, okay, cool. So now I will review all the libraries, you know, and then you can, you know, you can compare, you, you do your, your benchmark analysis, you know. I don't know, like I could take an example, like you have to select a, a library to deploy models, you know, what is the best framework to deploy models? As a, as a data engineer, it could be something you have to do, yeah. especially for new teams, like, you know, and um, yeah, you could uh, review different frameworks. Like uh, there is a, I don't remember the name, but uh, uh, the one from Uber, the uh, MLflow, I think. And yeah, you have also uh, uh, Cube Cubeflow. Yeah. I mean, you know, you have different frameworks like that. And then if you have that use case, you can compare them. This is how you learn the different frameworks. Yeah, this is a way you can learn. Uh, another way, it depends on the data team's problem, right? Like the, the problems you have to solve, basically. This is where you learn the most. It's by solving problems. Then otherwise, when I learn, I browse and I learn, but I don't really remember everything. It's hard. Right? You have a lot of articles to check. You know? It's not always easy. So what is, what is a great quality that you have as a data engineer? Uh, that's a that's a good question. I haven't. I think it's the first time uh, somebody asked me this. A great quality is that um, you. You pay really a lot of attention to details. Actually, that uh, in the sense you know those details I I mentioned. Remember when I said the column, the ID. You know you know. Uh, I mean that you know a lot of details about what happened through time on the data, but also like uh, 
where the data is stored. So, you know, it's like your, your brain is a map, you know, of everything that happened to your data on the cloud, you know. It's, so you, you have an extra, I mean, you're really careful about all the, the details, you know, those, those really tiny details that, uh, that matter at the end of the day. That's uh, really something that, uh, yeah, that engineers are good at that, definitely. So there are uh, uh, there are different platforms on internet like YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, uh, social uh, media. So all these have their own servers. They have their own data centers. So they are giving the free uh, space uh, to upload their files, upload their uh, uh, updates, all those things. So. Yeah, there is so much data from these uh, social platforms has been uh, uh, uploading. So how uh, in coming days as a data engineer, what is going to happen? What do you think that is going to happen uh, to, to uh, do the internet? Uh, these service providers, these companies are going to put some restrictions uh, in order to uh, save the, uh, the, the data in the uh, I mean, space in the data centers, uh, in the servers, or uh, how? How? What? What? You? Your imagination is in coming days. You are going to put some security measures. You have to upload only 10 by uh, 10. I mean, 10 GB in a month or 50 GB in a year, like this. So, what is your? Uh, because uh, there is uh, unused data, and there is not connect the, the data which is not being used. There are a lot of data in YouTube also. Not everybody is getting their recommendation list. They are not getting the previous videos like in 20 years back, 10 years back. Only people, if uh, more people are get, uh, clicking on the video, it is coming into the recommendation list and that is being viewed multiple times. But there is so many videos that are there in the servers which are not coming out and showing in the user interface. So how... Uh, this uh, unused data is going to be managed at the same time uh, how uh, uh, how uh, these companies in coming days these uh, free uh, uh, free space providing companies are going to uh, put uh, uh, do they put any restrictions what is your view mm. so i haven't heard of uh, any you know um, like space shortage soon. I mean, because we are we're still able to. I mean, I don't know to be honest. I don't want to say like things that are really incorrect, you know. But I uh, just my you know my guts on th my guts on this is that uh, I I don't think there is a shortage on space. Like basically, we are able to. We still we are still able to to store uh, a lot of data and that's, you know, there is a different layers of storage, you know, like the, there is, I'm sure you, you heard of like the, the cold storage, you know, like, uh, and uh, the difference between cold storage and uh, I think the other one is hot storage. I mean, like the, you know, the one that is accessed constantly because the, 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 you, you mentioned video, the YouTube videos, right? Like if you have a popular video, that would, you know, getting a lot of views. So this video is accessed frequently. So um, 
uh, that this video will be stored somewhere that is um, like in uh, how to say that uh, um, it would yeah basically so basically it would be stored uh, on a uh, on a specific specific server you know uh, but then all yeah the, the, they are yeah they are unused unused videos are yeah. They're not yeah, video, they will be like exactly they will be like on the cold storage so meaning like they they don't need to be accessed frequently so it's like archived you know um, so basically this uh, yeah there's not so much traffic between those machines so those machines can be isolated you know the archived data um, I don't know like what we will yeah, I'm not too sure about uh, about that because you know there is also Web3 coming because uh, um, you mentioned like those uh, companies, uh, social media. I mean, like, they are they are from uh, so those are centralized, you know, uh, like uh, I mean, like the centralized apps, right? They work with database that are centralized, but then there will be Web3 coming. Uh, so meaning everything works on blockchain, so everything is even more distributed. So that's why I'm taking the storage is not a problem, I think, because uh, there will be always new machines, you know, connected on the on this distributed ledger, you know, the, the blockchain. And you can put, you can put, a, yeah, you, I think we, we, we won't feel the capacity yet. I mean, you know, we won't feel the capacity soon. Um, yeah. That's, I don't have a, too much opinion on it, honestly other than that. But yeah. So compared to previous years, before five or ten years, uh, the data accessing uh, through uh, the internet was little slow. Not uh, the user don't need to get. Uh, uh, he, I mean, he's trying to access some information from any website or any server. It used to take a lot of time, so now it become very faster because of cloud. Uh, you know, every company is uh, moving their infrastructure to the cloud, and they are able to access information from anywhere on this planet. Uh, uh, don't know the data is stored in the nearest uh, data centers, or I don't know what exactly happens uh, internally. But in general, in general, the the information and the data is accessed uh, from anywhere and very fast. Today we are able to communicate on Skype very fast and the data transmission is very fast. So this is yeah. this is improved. There is a lot of improvement in in year year by year. So yeah. So what are the changes that are going to happen in in accessing the data in coming days? Mm, yeah. Um. So, so yeah. First, I think there will be a lot of changes that will happen happen once people will uh, companies businesses will use more and more the blockchain. There will be a huge shift in how we, we how we access the data because once you know once we all have our um, our yeah we we all have our wallets you know we all are connected on blockchain the data is completely decentralized it's another kind of access uh, you don't have to to go all the way to a, you know to 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 hit that API and then that database which is centralized somewhere 
even if it's replicated, as you mentioned, you know, you said data center, but yeah, you're right. Like, uh, like uh, if you talk about Google, Facebook, Instagram, I mean, um, they have servers everywhere, even if you're, so I'm in Hong Kong, you're in India, someone is in US, I mean, for sure there will be a server next to them, you know, that can provide uh, the right data. Um, but not all businesses have like strong replication of data across continents, right? So sometimes the database is still like uh, far from you, right? So, so some requests can be very long to process, but uh, um, the future of data access. Um, yeah, I think it would, I don't know, actually. I mean, first it would be much more, yeah, much more like distributed uh, on the blockchain, right? So this, this will be, this will still be using cloud as we know. Huh? So this is still machines uh, on AWS or machines on Google Cloud. Uh, um, so you see the infrastructure, I don't, yeah, there's not too much change, I think, in the infrastructure from now, mm, not that I know. So that's why I don't foresee a big shift in the data access yet. Yeah. Other than the blockchain, like meaning like, uh, so it's going to be public, it's going to be immuted, the data will be immutable, so, but you will have certain permissions to yeah to, to process certain bits of data here and there on the blockchain uh, with smart contracts you know i'm actually just learning started i started learning that uh, a few weeks ago yeah. uh, you know web3 yeah it's really interesting uh, so do you have anything that you don't understand uh, about Data engineering? A lot. <laughs> um, that I don't understand. Uh, you know, to be honest, uh, uh, yeah, there, there are things that, like Hadoop, you know, there are things that are about Hadoop that are, that are very hard to, to grasp, you know. Uh, I don't know, yeah. They are, I mean, <laughs> you know, you know about like what you don't, it's hard to, to know what you don't know, you know what I mean? Like, so there are many things that I, I don't know because I just don't know. I've never seen, maybe never seen them. Sometimes I, I've been confronted to that, but uh, um, in data engineering, what is hard, honestly, is when you don't have the right environment for you to work as a data engineer. And I will explain that it's that um, when, yeah, when the, you know, when the, the company is not data driven enough. This is where like problems. Uh, there are problems that you mean, as a data engineer, you will you will be facing many problems. Um, what I mean by that, that you have to have you know like a strong buy-in uh, from the top of the company, in like uh, in uh, you know. Yeah, for them to invest in you know, data solutions, you know, in like uh, data infrastructure. Yeah, it's very important. Uh, but yeah, you were saying, like in terms of technologies, they are not, I mean, it's not, it's okay. I mean, AI is getting so fast also, but uh, so yeah, on this, uh, 
Yeah, I feel lost sometimes. <laughs> but I, I like NLP. I try to follow as much as I can. I also uh, oh one thing that I like also is a uh, didn't mention but the graph technologies, you know. So meaning a graph database, you know, like things like uh, um, like knowledge graph. This is a new technology. I mean, not too new, but still very very nascent, you know. Um, and I think there are a lot of uh, cool use cases, uh, and there will be more and more use cases in the future. Uh, with knowledge graph. So meaning like to the, on knowledge graph, what's important is the relationship between data points, not only the, the, the you know, in the classic database, it's your data point. In your table, each row is your data, is one data point. You know. But on the knowledge graph, it's the relationship between the different data points that matter. And then um, there are a lot of business use cases that can be solved, you know, many problems that can be solved using graphs. And that's uh, and for the data engineering, this is quite cool. I think you learn, uh, you know, you learn a new way to look at the data with knowledge graph. Yeah. So you manage so much data. You do engineering work for so much data. So you worked on different projects uh, in your experience. So what what do you understand about these management? Uh, what do I, do I understand about the management? Yeah, the engineering, creating data tables, and uh, okay. uh, connecting one with another. So, what do you understand about this complete scenario? What do I understand about the complete scenario? Uh, yeah. The the, like the connectivity, you... the connectivity between things. You do this. This, this structure, structural and construction work, right? You are yeah. responsible for this. So what do you think? What, what do you understand as a viewer? You mean the data modeling when you are building like your, uh, you know, yeah, your, yeah. Your, your table schema yeah. and then how, like, uh, yeah. how the tables are connected? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is one of the most important uh, things. Uh, yes, as a data engineer, this is one of the, you know, this is, yeah, this is one of the things you work uh, on the most, you know, like most of your time you need to you know, maintain the data model uh, because people will ask you to add, uh, you know, like they will, uh, yeah, they will ask you to add new source of data or maybe they will ask you to change uh, whatever, it could be change the column type or change, you know, multiple things. So you are the owner of the data model, you need to, you know, you need to to make sure that it's maintainable, that uh, uh, it can serve multiple problems, and at the same time, it can scale for the future. If you do a model that is too too clunky, you know, like you you didn't invest enough time to think about how you're going to structure it properly so that it can scale. You know, you can like add new new domain, or you know, you can yeah, you can add multiples, like, I don't know, like if I want to add 10 new sources, I should I be able to, you know, to add them uh, easily without disrupting the existing model, you know, too much, you know, those sort of questions. Uh, um, so to answer your question about what do you see about, yeah, you, you mean as a data engineer, like uh, after doing that for many years, like would I have a different uh, view uh, about that? Or? 
I mean, no, it's yeah, for, yeah. There are there are, dif there are different uh, uh, frameworks on uh, data modeling. You know, like as I mentioned, uh, the, the, you know, the, the building. I mean, yeah, the data warehouse. You know, it's a data model, data warehouse. I mean, basically, what it, it's evolving. There's data lake, you know, and then data mesh now. So it's you always have to learn also that. So you know, the data modeling. Engineering is not only about uh, the tools, but it's also there's a lot of frameworks like on yeah on how to manage data. Correct. Uh, so I'm still I'm still learning, <laughs> but it's it's exciting. That's why I want to continue. You know, that's why I want to continue being a data engineer. Actually, uh, yeah, I don't want to change for the foreseeable future. So. A person without having a, a technical background can he able to uh, connect and understand the data engineering and can become a data engineer? Someone who doesn't have any have a technical, technical background, technical educational yeah. uh, background. Mm. Mm. No, it's gonna be no, it's not really possible because you you need to know. Yeah, you need to know data modeling. I mean, you can understand, you can talk with data engineers. You know? So I would say there's a way you can, you know, you need to know what is an API. You need to know like, uh, yeah, what? You need to know some basics in data modeling and you need to know what is an API. You need to, in order to, you know, to, to not being able to replace a data engineer, you know, you cannot do the work of a data engineer, but at least to understand, you know, and to, yeah. And because in your question you you were saying you know, can a yeah a non technical person do the work of a data engineer no so the response is no but they can you know they can understand I think it's important that they should understand they should uh, try to understand as much as possible because because um because yeah the, I mean the communication like is key you know in the, in this no it's it it sounds like uh, yeah it sounds like uh, obvious you know like communication is key in every profession but really in the because data teams are central you know they are central team and then usually they communicate with many teams and they communicate with the source team and then they communicate with the consumers so data providers and data consumers so it's really important i think that you know the data providers and data consumers data consumers uh yeah they need I think it's important that they understand what is data engineering. Yeah, even if they are not too technical. I think the software engineers, you know, software engineers understand data engineering, usually, yeah, because they are technical. Yeah. So, at last, what do you say about my questioning in this conversation? What do I think about uh, the questions? Oh yeah, I think it was a uh, really interesting. Uh, it's the first time. I, I think I was nervous, nervous at the beginning, but then I got more comfortable. I, I, I really, yeah, really like talking. Uh, I think you you got a good question about uh, data engineering, and um, I can see that you are quite interested to learn, uh, or maybe you know. I think you know quite about data engineering, right? Yeah. You are the engineer. Yeah, I did. Uh, after after <laughs> software, no, no, I'm not data engineer. I'm a software engineer. Uh, ah. But uh, uh, recently, I did uh, some. Uh, I took training for AWS Solution Architect uh, position. 
in that i was uh, learning the services of aws the cloud services yeah the ec2 how ec2 was how yeah. databases works so yeah. how the, the the fundamental yeah. the basic services of aws so i i i was trained i i understood how it works so i know little bit of uh, data science i you know from you i came to know today the difference between data scientist and uh, data engineer so that's a new point i learned oh cool so, glad yeah. that uh, okay glad that you could learn something yeah yeah so i am I'm, uh, i i'm just interested but i have the, uh, i saw the global infrastructure uh, of uh, uh, aws i mm-hmm. saw how many data centers are there uh, for yeah. aws so yeah. and also i live in hyderabad in in my country in india uh, one data center is allocated to my city and that is going okay. to be yeah that is my it minister here Uh, the politician he uh, announced in recent news that uh, aws data center is going to come here oh okay you mean a new uh, availability zone or yeah availability a, zone right? yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah yeah okay okay i'm sure uh, the some people here local people will get uh, jobs like data engineers or like data managers or that's good yeah that's good news actually yeah so that that's how i have that uh, general knowledge about uh, data and data centers and the, so the cloud services and all. but you're not to you're, you're still studying i have done my masters and uh, yeah i got uh, three to four jobs in different countries like oh, i got nice. in uk canada us okay and you i live in india yeah as a software, software engineer yeah as a software engineer as an it director it director yeah okay and, and i the, i have uh, my own uh, websites like that also i have uh, understood about uh, i maintain my own i mean i took hosting in in a hosting provider i took hosting and i'm maintaining and managing my own websites i'm writing my own content in my websites about the training that what i learned aws and uh, oh, the nice. Yeah. and also i was uh, i was after my masters i was uh, uh, interested in doing phd mm-hmm. i thought to do phd in computer science then i i learned all the subjects of my graduation and post graduation in order to give my entrance uh, exam for phd uh, mm-hmm. but after some time for for some other reasons i was uh, uh, not continued or uh, decided to work and uh, and uh, then i started learning aws then i got knowledge about cloud services the management and uh, then i understood it and um, my background helped me in uh, understanding uh, the services and uh, i think that cloud services don't need much coding knowledge It's like hmm. except few services i i this i have very little knowledge about cloud i i didn't went into all the services but i saw the overview so some services i have accessed i have pre tier account i yeah. saw i the saw some are, yeah the free tiers are quite generous on aws yeah. yeah then yeah when i thought to become a cloud engineer then my i got jobs in different domains in it so i thought uh, do 
something anything related to it or as it consultant or anything related to it i want to learn so from great people like you who are already engineers who have already the the, the industrial knowledge how the things work i thought to learn from you people at the same time tell uh, the, the the practical things uh, to to the world to my audience so i have like social media following from quite i was i'm a content writer too so like that i gained some <laughs> followers yeah this is really a good way to the best way to learn is to is to teach or you know also write about it or yeah so that's uh well that's cool so you you mentioned you have a blog uh, you're writing on your website right do you like also uh, cross post on uh, like uh, hash node or medium you know Do you post your articles uh, only on your website, or would you also post? Uh, yeah, uh, I, I will write my oh. post and I will I will share on my social platforms. Ah, cool. Like yeah. everywhere, like LinkedIn, Facebook, okay. everywhere. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, please uh, share with me the your website, and uh, yeah. I would like to, to check. Yeah, it. and also you share my uh, your website and uh, what you write. Oh. I saw your website already. You are writing about uh, about your own uh, company, right? So, uh, yeah, with Beep Dash, I uh, I wrote I wrote two articles, but they are really uh, um, they're a bit outdated outdated now. Um, I actually plan to to also have my own website, you know, like talking about I will be talking about my projects, but also what I'm learning on my you know uh, full time job as a data engineer. So, so you know. I, Kind of want to have a full picture on what I'm learning. You know. I think uh, having this kind of website, you know, like your own personal website where you, you yeah, you you write blog posts, and I think this is cool. This is, yeah, you, then you can show portfolio of projects. You can show your, you know, your, your articles. That that's the way, right? Like, but many people do that, uh, and I think this is. I just didn't focus on that. Like, I'm too much on projects rather than doing this. Uh, his work yeah. but it it consumes a lot of time right? it takes yeah. a lot of time if we try to explain some topic that we learned uh, that that i understood some error i got some error then i want to explain it so it takes time but mm. somebody will learn it is not that uh, me should i just wanted to somebody should learn from what i know so i want to share that so somebody will get knowledge and uh, Also, it helps uh, in making things done very easier directly the mm-hmm. points. So yes. that's why I do that. I have like six to seven years content writing experience, technical and non-technical. Six. You have what? Six. Content. Six years of uh, content writing. Ah, six years. Experience. Yeah, six years of content writing. That yeah. is nice. That's a lot. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. I will I will share your blogs I will I will share your links web links if you want uh, yeah. to my audience uh, sure. definitely they will I'm sure they learned a lot from you today from our conversation Thanks Jan really appreciate uh, the to yeah the talk that we we just had That was cool man So uh do you want uh, if you want to share anything uh, in future about uh, the work that you're doing or if you start your own company or if you have uh, your own blogs or if you do anything on 
you want to share with my audience uh, 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 you can you can come to my show again <laughs> uh, with pleasure yeah, i will uh, i will let you know if i if i, if I have uh, a new thing to yeah that is significant <laughs> to share so can i put this video on my youtube channel with your permission sure yeah please do it and also can i put this uh, video and audio clip on my podcast website internet uh, social yep. media everywhere with your permission yep yeah absolutely yeah thank you jonathan uh, keep going thank you, keep sorry. doing what you love <laughs> thank you and uh, keep doing the videos and uh, i mean the spreading uh, you know like it's good it's uh, it's good uh, these interviews these kind of chats like this yeah keep doing it so what do you say about my videos on my youtube channel have you seen any videos yeah i have seen one so uh, before because i was curious like you know i wanted to know like what kind of question you <laughs> you ask so i did my little research now i uh, watched uh, one video with um, me, uh, uh, i don't know if i mispronounce his name but uh, mika hyverson you know or michael iverson you know like the he's building a uh, open makers you know and uh, yeah that was uh, that was cool too like he's uh yeah yeah he had a lot of uh, like a, a strong vision you know i like i mean i like to to hear what he had to say about uh, his pro his project yeah so what do you uh, what do you say as a data engineer because you have uh, uh, already um, uh, uh, you have done so many projects and you know uh, how things works uh, and as an engineer so what do you think what is your observation about my videos me talking with different country people who are into different professions and who are into technology and who are into non technology how this is going to add uh, to my profile um, i think yeah i think it will it is uh, i i mean i because there's a lot of videos so i didn't really look at uh, you know like uh, uh, i didn't really yeah I, I i think i saw that you you have a section of video on aws right <laughs> you know there's a yeah right there's a section on you uh, or a, not a channel but you know i mean right, uh, i don't remember how you call them you have a lot of videos so i i knew that you you were interested in the cloud and uh, but I, about data engineering i don't know uh, i'm not sure if you you talked about it before or not but uh, it, i think it fits it surely fits because i saw some videos about software engineering cloud so that engineering is quite close so so yeah it's it's quite quite related and i think it's a good choice of topics yeah so thank you jonathan for your observation thanks sir. yeah okay talk later bye. yeah bye Bye.